Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Welcome to Sexy Mom Abundant Life with best-selling author and coach Kathy Williams, a show to help you tap into the support of the universe and access the abundance that's available in every area of your life. Listen in for conversations and tools to create more ease, joy, and possibility with family, relationships, business, and living. Kathy's joyful perspective will help you tap into your own wisdom and create a life of presence and abundance your way. Listen live on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or anytime on iTunes or at IOM-FM. Welcome to Sexy Mom Abundant Life, everyone. This is your host, Kathy Williams, and I'm delighted to have my friend, an amazing coach and all-around person and jewelry designer, uh, Maggie Emerson, and I always want to use their previous last name, but I caught myself. Uh, so welcome to the show, Maggie. Thank you for being here. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. Um, and today we're going to have a sort of opposite kind of uh, dynamic as usual, because Maggie's going to interview me today, which I'm kind of like, uh-oh, <laughs> I don't know what's coming. Uh, so we're going to talk about living beyond your stories, your stories of what you think you can and can't do, what's possible for you, and even who you are. Like, who are you beyond those stories? And I'm excited to dive in and play. So um, this too. idea actually, yes. <laughs> it, it's so funny because we had a different idea to, to work with. And then I sat down to start to write the write-up. And it was like expanding beyond who you thought you were was really what wanted to come through um, in the dynamic between the two of us. And we have some fun conversations about that when no one's listening. So I wonder what's going to occur. Hmm. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so, yeah. do you want me to jump right in? Can I ask Let's you the jump. first question? All right, so I sure. have it's funny when I sat down as we do to tune in. Um, the first question, I'm so curious, 
what, because it's like the stories we tell and who we think we are and like how we're brought up and all those things. So I'm curious, what did you want to be when you were little? Oh, I wanted to be, well, it, it's funny because I really wanted to be a ballerina, um, mm-hmm. which ultimately I became. And I remember this, this real, uh, it, it was like an emotional moment for me in preschool where we all were getting together as a class and performing the circus for all the parents on the stage, on the stage of this church. And I remember we each got to pick a role, essentially. And I picked a monkey because my mom liked to call me her little monkey from time to time. And so I got up there and I was like doing my monkey thing. And then I got to watch the rest of the show. And when people came out and they were dressed in leotards and they were all sparkly and they were the acrobats, I was pissed and annoyed because I'm like, wait, I had this brown costume. I was gypped. Like, they're all sparkly. What, am, what was I doing picking a monkey? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I really wanted to be a ballerina and wear the costumes. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And was it that moment of, like, seeing the sparkles that made you want to be a ballerina? Or was it before then you wanted to be a ballerina? My mom took me to the Nutcracker when I was a small child. And it's, I was mesmerized by the beauty and, and the music. Like, music has always been a driving force for me. Mm, so yeah. that, yeah, I was, I was hooked. Although... When she enrolled me, small children really can't do ballet. And so she enrolled me in a, like a pre-dance class or something. And I, after a few times, I was just like, that is not ballet and I'm not doing it. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I would still tell her, you know, I'm going to be a ballerina. And so she started to laugh at that because she was like the ballerina who wouldn't take lessons. Uh-huh. But, I mean, to my credit, I did know that, like, this was not ballet. This is like, you know, doing things that aren't ballet. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we were doing exactly, but yeah. <laughs> it just didn't count. Yeah, yeah. so I'm curious because I know I still see, I see your beautiful dancing videos and you just have such a beautiful way of moving. moving. And, like, what... Uh, not the stories, but what of becoming a ballerina, like, has been the greatest gift to you? I think a couple of things. It, one is the discipline. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it becomes so ingrained and so natural to have, um, you know, a, a rhythm and a commitment. Like, you know that if you want this, you have to take the action to get it. So that's one piece. I think also my appreciation for physicality. Uh, mm-hmm. I can look at something and know, like, that is not easy. <laughs> Even though they're lo- they look graceful, they look amazing, that is not easy. So, so having appreciation for that. And then the third, I would say this is both a gift and a curse, is the posture. Oh, okay. Because, yeah. People will look at me and say, oh, well, you stand up so straight and things like that. But in reality, dance posture is a little bit 
artificially straight. And so it has caused some challenges in my body because of that, um, that I've had to unwind. Yeah. And so, yeah, like that is because I, I remember I took a little bit of ballet myself. That's where we discovered my scoliosis. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with the ballet and the, so I'm curious with this story, because there is a, like, ballet tells a story, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so, which I love that we're talking about stories, and that's the beginning of your story. What, what are the stories that you learned in ballet that now you've let go of? Oh, gosh. <laughs> one of them, you know, and this is a big one. It's not just in ballet. I'm sure lots of people have this from their family or from, you know, various sources. But you're, you're going to work really hard and not be good enough anyway. Whew. Wow. That's a big one. <laughs> That's a big story, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and, and at age... 16, I think it was, I did have a teacher who was just like this other ballerina who was more, uh, I mean, she wasn't 16. She was more established. She can't get a job. So how can you, any of you expect to ever get a job and stuff like that? I mean, she was a little bitter. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and that kind of message, it did actually, you know, shape some of my thinking about myself. Yeah. Yeah. And so how did you overcome that message? Um, what a great question. You know, it's an ongoing struggle. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like, well, in the past couple of years, I've come across some work that has been really powerful for me and about disengaging from the triggers and the stories that we have. And, and, um, helped me realize that, like, I am not any of those stories. I'm not the, I'm not the story that I came from the Midwest. I mean, that was part of my past, but that's not, like, who I am, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. jerking us out of, that was a weird, that was a weird way of saying it, but, like, jolting us out of, like, the identify, identification with small personal journey into like, oh, I am actually awareness. I'm awareness itself. And that is an, a relationship. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's a relationship with life that kind of disengages from any emotional memory or any emotional trauma that's happened because I know I'm not that trauma. I'm not that experience. I'm not that belief. And part of the work that I've been doing is based on a, um, a man named Jim Drever's work. And Jim wrote a book called End Your Story, Begin Your Life. And one of the things that it really focuses on is I am not anything that comes or goes. So like this thought that I'm never going to be good enough is a thought that comes and goes, right? I'm not a anything that comes and goes, which means I am, I am not, you know, essentially my nature is not a healer, radio show personality. 
any of that, like I am nothing that comes and goes and all of that stuff does come and go. Mm-hmm. So, so part of the work has been kind of reminding myself I'm nothing that comes and goes, but also sitting in front of the mirror and looking at yourself and any thought that comes, like I am not that, I'm not that story. Uh-huh. And that's had, even just doing that for 10 minutes a day, which is what you recommend, um, has had this profound effect on me where, you, because you actually start to see yourself. I mean, we look in the mirror every day, right? For the past few decades. <laughs> for for all right? decades, right? <laughs> Most of us look in the mirror like many times a day. And, and we have stories about what we see in the mirror. Oh, I'm getting older. Oh, I don't like that thing that's happening. Oh, you know, our size, whatever it is. Oh, I look like my mother. <laughs> um, whatever it is. And you start to see yourself, like yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. In a totally different, uh, I mean, you see yourself and you see the glow in your eyes and you see the radiance beyond any of the films or um, sort of, sort of things in the way that, that mm-hmm. have built up over the years. So I yeah. highly recommend it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like, no, like, it's just, I just want to acknowledge too, like, I see this in you. Like, I love hearing oh, behind you. the scenes because I, like, I see this in you. So if you were to, someone would come up to you, this is my next question, because those are all, like, you're letting go and shedding of, like, all the, like, literally we get piled on and, like, shrink to what, yes. what it is, like, our story shrinks us. Right. It's like we have to compile ourselves to fit in a book if you were to look at it like a physical story and we're not. And so as you've released these things and continue to release these things, who is Kathy? Like, how do you, (gasps) how do you do? (laughs) Well, you know, I, I was talking with Jim, that author one day and I said to him, you know what, Jim, it's like my life is so much more spacious. It's really much more spacious. And then the lows are also lower. I'm like, they're like, zoom. And he said, yeah, Kathy, because that's the contrast between you and getting used to the spaciousness of being. And then, whoop, I'm identified with the the ego and the crap again, right? And so the lows just feel lower because you're used to feeling pretty, pretty spacious and peaceful and at ease. And I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh-huh. and, and I would beg to say that all of our nature, our real nature, is spacious and easygoing and peaceful and, and in tune with life and trusting. It's all of the stories and the messages and the beliefs that... Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. We've adapted, um, or adopted, that make us feel anything otherwise, and ultimately have us resisting any experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we Which is why. <laughs> Which is why then when I am in the resistance, which still happens, you know, it feels so terrible because yeah. it's hard to resist and it's not fun to resist. And it's like, whoa, but um, yeah, I was, I was listening to Rupert Spirit is also one of the people that is most influential in my life right now, um, mostly from YouTube, but he also has retreats, which I've done. And he's a non-dual teacher. And he says, the ego is resistance. There, there is no ego without having resistance to life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah. There, there's like, there's no, so talk, because it's like the resistance, the ego is the story. The story is the resistance. Would you say, yeah. right? And so how, and I know we're coming up to a break soon, but I'm going to get you to start this anyways. But um, what would you say to someone who is finding themselves, they might not even know that they're in resistance, but they keep like hitting walls or it feels like they're not getting anywhere. What would you say to someone like that? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing the big questions today. <laughs> It so depends. <laughs> it so depends. Um, when when people are hitting a wall and they, you know, I would look at like, okay, what initially, like, you are not your story. You are not anything that comes and goes. Again, taking it back to that. And let's return to this moment right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. I used to have a paper in my bathroom that I think I tore it out of Louise Hayes book 
um, one of them anyway. And it said the point of power is in the present. And it's mm-hmm. totally true. Okay? We have the ability to meet any situation right now. And it doesn't mean we have the ability to change it to be the way that we think it should be. <laughs> we need to touch on that in a second. Yes, keep going. <laughs> but we have the ability to meet any situation right now. Mm-hmm. And so bringing it back to like, I am right here right now. And uh, I'm Okay. And if you weren't okay, you wouldn't have the time to stand here and breathe and, and say, I'm here right now. You'd be running from the whatever. You know. And so just reminding ourselves of that, because so many of our nervous systems are just so jacked up. And that's actually one of the things I realized, like, within the past couple of months, like, I have been running on nervous energy the majority of my life. Uh-huh. And if you think about our lives compared to our grandparents, we have so many more stressors in our lives than they did. A lot more. Um, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, w- yeah, a lot more. I mean, they didn't even, like, imagine, like, I can't imagine my grandmother running around with a phone in her pocket. <laughs> and then uh, subject to it at all times, right? That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's oh, let's Maggie. Up. Here we, yeah, let's go. We're going, All right. going for a break. <laughs> I love your question. <laughs> Be right back on Sexy Mom Abundant Life. Thanks, everyone. Feed your soul with waves of consciousness on Ohm Times Radio. Ohm Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment, a philanthropic organization. Their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Ohm Times, co-creating a more conscious lifestyle. Hello, I'm Sandy Sedgbeer, host of Ohm Times Magazine's flagship radio show, What is Going Om? My passion is sifting through information, research and innovations from new thought teachers, speakers and researchers pushing back the boundaries of what we know about life, energy, metaphysics and the universe. I love shifting perceptions about who we are, why we're here and how quickly impossible becomes normal when we open our minds, expand our awareness and accept that the only limits that exist are those we place upon ourselves. So if you're the kind of forward-thinking, eager investigator of what lies beyond the current reality that most perceive, why not make a date to come play with me in the field of possibilities at 4pm Pacific Time, 7pm Eastern Time every Thursday, and together we can discover what's really going on. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sexy Mom Abundant Life. I'm so grateful you're here. As a listener, you can pop over to meetkathywilliams.com and get 20% off any item in the shop, including videos, energy pulls, even private sessions by entering the code SMRADIO. Also at meetkathywilliams.com, you can download a free Create Your Life exercise and join me for online classes and Hawaii retreats. And if you're stuck 
Helping you get unstuck is my specialty. I'd love to work with you one-on-one. A social distancing tip. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back to Sexy Mom Abundant Life, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Today, I have a guest, Maggie Emerson, with me. She's a coach, a healer, and an amazing jewelry designer. And um, can you tell people where to find you and your wonderful questions, Maggie? Absolutely. (laughs) Um, They can find me either at maggie-emerson.com or um, Instagram um, would be at Maggie underscore Emerson um, underscore is where you can come play with me over on Instagram as well. So fun. Yeah, she makes these beautiful earrings that, that kind of help you remind e- yourself to trust yourself, which is yeah, always they, a good thing. Yeah, they each come with a message that, you know, gets downloaded and then you put them on and that energy and message gets to whisper in your ear all day. That is so fun because they kind of like tingle, that uh, like make a little sound. Yes, they, yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Um, go ahead. And before we jump back into our conversation, I have a couple of fun classes coming up, and one is on learning to trust your intuition. It's called. Oh, shoot, I just forgot the name, but like clearing the blocks to your intuition. Yes, that is the name of it. Clearing the blocks to your intuition. I also have a really fun Hawaiian practice that's um, sort of alchemical and transformative. People always ooh and ah by the end about what they've learned about themselves or let go of. And that is called the bowl of light practice. And it's about lightening up. And you can find both of those at meetkathywilliams.com forward slash upcoming. So that's, you know, or just jump to meetkathywilliams.com and look under upcoming classes. Also on that site, you can get a free create your life exercise and um, just by entering your email and, and it'll come right to your inbox. So Let's jump back into this. We were talking a little bit about our jacked up nervous systems and about uh, releasing identification with our stories. And I know you had it. You had something else that you wanted to touch on. I have a burning question. <laughs> oh, uh oh. <laughs> I know. I know. Because we were talking about, you know, your nervous system and stuff, and I, I want to come back around to that. But one of the things you said in your last response in the first segment was about the story that it, is it happening maybe underneath the surface or after something ends when it doesn't turn out the way you think it should. And we've had conversations recently about things in my world that didn't turn out the way I thought they would. And I would love your perspective on how you have faced that yourself. Thank you. Um, 
you know, I mean, just because we're more like at one or in synchrony and harmony with the universe doesn't mean things are always going to go the way we think they should. And I think that's one of the things that we, I think maybe I had that misperception, like, oh, yes, when, when you're like more in the flow, yes, things do work out more of the time, but they don't always especially like we have a certain way that we think things should turn out and, and life sometimes have, has other plans for us um, as we've all seen happen. And, and so one of the things I think is first acknowledging that part of you that really mm-hmm. wanted it to be different and being with that and breathing and well, let's do it now. Okay, so <laughs> why not? <laughs> so tap into something and let's not choose the biggest thing in our world that we <laughs> let's practice with something a little bit. You know me too well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So and so said they would call me and they didn't. Or, you know, some something minor. Right? And just sense how that lands for you. Like what shows up in your body when you think about that? And we're not trying to get rid of that sensation. We're not trying to make it go away. But what I would like you to become aware of is that you are larger than this experience and larger than your body. You are the awareness that's listening to my voice as I speak and your the pulsation of circulation and you're so much more than what we often identify with. So even though the sensation is present and you're present with it, you're also present to the listener. And as you're present to more of yourself or more of the spaciousness of awareness that you truly are, just being with this sensation and one of the things you can do is ask yourself, could I live with this sensation forever? And I found that question to be so profound because it's like, we know at a fundamental level that we've never had a sensation that's lasted forever. We've Mm -hmm. never had an emotion that's lasted forever. So for me, often, that sort of expands the, well, yeah, I suppose I could, which expands the acceptance of it, right? Not Mm -hmm. pushing it away, not trying, because again, remember, It's the resistance that makes things worse. Yes, it is. So if I'm resisting being sad, it makes it harder for me. (laughs) If I'm, okay, I am disappointed. And just being with that, being okay with being disappointed, recognizing that sometimes the sky is cloudy. And we don't say like, well, the sky is cloudy and I, well, maybe we... 
Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. We do. Yes. But we also know that there's blue up there and that blue will appear at some point. Yes, I think that's a brilliant point right there too, Kathy, because it is when we're in that moment of like I wanted it to be a different way. And I usually say my inner two year old comes out and has a has a like a tantrum, right? But if we know in those moments that there is blue sky, there is sunshine, there is like rainbows and all these things underneath that I went like from that place like even as you spoke about that the the thing the piece that I was looking at that it was it didn't turn out today the way I wanted it to right just kind of just evaporated like it's okay let's take it a step further I'm so happy that it evaporated then one question that I learned to ask again from Jim Drever was Okay, where is the eye? And I don't want you to use your imagination. With our imagination, we can come up with all sorts of like, oh, when I was four or whatever. Where is, but four is not existing right now, right? Mm -hmm. You're, I'm talking about right now. Where is the eye that is disappointed? That is disappointed? And you and start to look for it, mm -hmm. right? You look for that and if you're not using your imagination, keep looking. And you can't find it. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like 100% <laughs> of the time you can't find it. <laughs> which often just, I mean, which 
just makes it go away usually. Now, sometimes there's a little residue, right? There's, there can be a slight residue of the, the, that sensation in your body or whatever. But usually enough has shifted. You're like, oh, that doesn't actually exist. And it, it does this sort of like mind fuck or whatever, you know, like where you're just like, oh, okay. And then you just go on with your day because you're not that. Mm -mm. Yeah. And would you say too in that, because it is this, you just took us through this beautiful practice, right? And it's, it's pretty quick. Like, like yeah. for listeners, I'm like, super quick. Mark, mark the time. Come back to this. Um, and, and I guess, like, for me, what I know, and i just confirming for your listeners, too, is, like, it's, it's a matter of building this muscle, right? Yeah. 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 It definitely is. And so that's why more of my life has become even keel. And then there are the moments where I, uh, I go down and resisting, and the muscle is still not strong enough in that moment where it's like, cut in the drama again. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, after an hour, I have a tool for this. I know how to handle this, right? Uh -huh. Because we've rehearsed drama so much of our lives, too. Right? The drama is practiced, too. So we get to practice these other things. It is. I love <laughs> that you said that the drama is practiced. And I even sometimes watch, like, when I'm watching some shows, it's like it's the drama that is what like quote unquote makes good television right for sure being yeah. programmed all the time and t being told the story of we need drama in our life to be exciting i love that you just said that yeah a couple of days ago i was watching a, a movie with my two sons and one of my sons goes why am i nervous for him Right? We were watching the yeah. story and he was nervous for the main character. And yeah. it was so beautiful because this eight-year-old just recognized, oh, I'm nervous for this character that I know is false. He's on the TV screen. He's not real. And I'm nervous for him. Mm -hmm. And um, so one of the analogies that I really love that uh, Rupert Spira uses is, we are the screen. So we are, the we are like the <laughs> yeah. computer screen or the movie screen where all these different dramas and scenarios are occurring, but we're not any of it. Mm -hmm. And the screen doesn't care if the character gets murdered or has a party, gets married, you know, tells a lie, um, becomes, you know, successful, the screen doesn't have an opinion on that. It's, I love that analogy, because literally, as we're looking at screens right now, too, you and I, right? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. that's right. I could put a cartoon on, I could put on a, a rap YouTube video with swear words, and my screen wouldn't care. It wouldn't, like, it just wouldn't have any, I love that, because it's like, we are not, because all the stuff we play on our screens is stories and, and input of story after story after story. And that's such a, like, and as my 
the people listening can't hear it, but my hands are waving in front of my face. But it's like, that's what it like our thoughts are doing to us is just throwing the stories at the screen. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then we make ourselves wrong for something that happened in the past. The screen really doesn't have an opinion on what happened in the past. Okay. No. And the screen pervades all of it. So what I'm saying for those of you who are like, what? Where the screen is you're the awareness in which all of it arises. And the more you identify with that awareness rather than with the story or the individuated I, the easier life becomes, whether or not it's, quote, going your way. Right? <laughs> and and it, Maggie's question a little bit earlier about when things are not going your way reminded me of a story. <laughs> Um, <laughs> of course it did. <laughs> on, on the radio that my yoga teacher used to tell about, because he lived on Maui, and there was a point at which he was listening to this interview on the radio while he was driving on Maui of Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. And if you don't know who he is, he's the founder of Transcendental Meditation. He was also one of um, Deepak Chopra's, um, you know, big influences. And they, they asked him, what do you do when um, things aren't going your way? And he was Indian, so he's sort of like, uh, what? What is the question? And, and they're like, well, you know, when things aren't working out for you. And, and he goes, oh, things are always going my way. And, it, <laughs> and it's because he has no resistance mm -hmm. to what's showing up. And without that resistance, we can use everything to create something greater, even the traffic that makes you late, even the, you know, phone call you didn't get, even the meal at the dinner that was just so-so, uh, right? Like, you can use all of it to create something greater when you're not in resistance of life. Yeah, and one of the things I actually tell myself and remind myself, things are always working in my favor. Always. Yes. Right? I, and I it is have that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have uh, that? On my computer, yeah. I, on my computer, there's a big sticker that says things are always working out. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah, and like, and if we look at our stories and too, and what you've shared, it's like, imagine if we looked like, you know, did all the work, because it is, it is, we're, we're a little bit of work. <laughs> Our mind, right? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of work. Um, the most joy, I think, the most joyful kind of work where we get to unhook from the stories. But imagine if um, we really truly believed in every moment that everything was working in our favor. Yeah, and, uh, and the only thing that's keeping us from that is the idea that it's not. And that's mm -hmm. just been rehearsed enough time for us to believe that it's true and function from that place. Well, we can yeah. rehearse this other thing, and, and it's going to be faster. It's, it's faster to unwind that or unhook from that old way of functioning that, um, than it was to build it up. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's what's true. And what's true doesn't need as much reinforcement as what's false. Can you say, like, say more about that? Because that's, like, brilliant. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> I think we all get that that's true, which is why it feels so good and right. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, and what's true does feel. It feels right, you know? It's a, the negative things need more reinforcement to try to convince us that they're true. I mean, the, the untrue needs more, more reinforcement for us to believe it. Mm-hmm. What's true feels right. It's more natural. It's more relaxing in a way, even if it doesn't always land like we want to hear it. Right. So here's I have a question for you, and, and I'm curious how you would say this. Because I have, oh, right after break, I'll write down the question, and then I'll ask you my question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we'll be back in just a few minutes. Thanks for listening to Sexy Mom <laughs> Abundant Life, everyone. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and always find us at meetkathywilliams.com or iom.fm. See you in a moment. The future of Internet Radio is here. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Ascending Hearts is no ordinary dating site, but a spiritual dating site with a purpose, to link you with your soulmate. We engineer the serendipity so you can trust that you will attune with someone that has the same matching vibration as you. Ascending Hearts, the conscious dating site for the spiritually aware. Try Ascending Hearts for free. AscendingHearts.com Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sexy Mom Abundant Life. I'm so grateful you're here. As a listener, you can pop over to MeetKathyWilliams.com and get 20% off any item in the shop, including videos, energy pulls, even private sessions by entering the code SMRADIO. Also at meetkathywilliams.com, you can download a free Create Your Life exercise and join me for online classes and Hawaii retreats. And if you're stuck, helping you get unstuck is my specialty. I'd love to work with you one-on-one. More than 24 million Americans have an autoimmune disorder, and that number continues to grow. I'm Sharon Saylor, and I'm one of those 24 million. To put that number in perspective, cancer affects about 9 million and heart disease up to 22 million. That's why I've brought together top experts and those thriving regardless of their diagnosis to bring you the latest, most up-to-date information. Join me, Sharon Saylor, Friday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the Autoimmune Hour on Life Interrupted Radio to find out how to live your life uninterrupted. You came across someone struggling with hunger. How would you recognize them? Would you notice an eight-year-old girl who's not excited excited for for summer break because she may not be having lunch again until September? Or a war veteran who's having a hard time landing landing a job and getting back on his feet? I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. I I am am hunger hunger in America. America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Sexy Mom Abundant Life, everyone. The show is going by so quickly. Oh, I want to ask you to hit like on YouTube, subscribe. I, I always forget to ask, but please do it because then the YouTube gods like us more and um, more people will see our stuff. If, you, if it benefits you, then, you know, let's help other people 
um, see and hear it as well. So thank you so much. Wherever you listen, if you can do that or write a review, that'd be so helpful. Um, anyway, back to the show. Thank you so much for being here with me, Maggie. Thank mm. you for having me. This is super fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. Can I continue on so, where we left off? Yes. Yeah. Be <laughs> awesome. You left off and like it's a cliffhanger for me. Nobody even knows my question. <laughs> um, but I want, I, like, I'm really curious because we were talking about um, obviously the story and where, where like how we hook onto that. And I know I'm curious what you would say if you had a client come to you or a friend um, come to you and just they couldn't like they – no matter what they did, and this is their words, right? No matter what they did, they keep having this thought or they like, whether it's a thought of a story or the story is they're not enough. That's a big one with the people I work with, not enough worthy. I like even the conversation about like, I shouldn't be spending this money on me or they spend money on everybody. Like that story of not enough. And from my personal experience, mine was quite deep rooted and took a like took some serious looking at to up like pull that out of my system. What would you say? Like, how would you approach that <laughs> monster of a story? Oh, okay. You know, when I was in coach training, I I um studied with Michael Neal, and I'm not sure if you know who he is, but he wrote this book called Super Coach, and he's a huge Hay House interviewer and author and stuff like that. And one of his recommendations as a coach was never filter. Like, you just say it. If you're, you have an impulse to say it, say it. And so my impulse to answer your question was, you are not you. What? <laughs> <laughs> and it makes you laugh, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like we're identified with this thing we think we are that is not what we are. And if I can point you the in the direction of seeing what you really are, then all of that has to dissipate and dissolve because you are not this thing that you think you are. And what you are, like, if you are able to tap into what you are, there's no question of worthy or unworthy. Uh, that is a frameable quote right there. If you're able <laughs> to tap into who you are, there is no question of worthy or unworthy. It's brilliant. 
Yeah. It's really the truth. It's really the truth. And mm-hmm. so this idea, this idea like, oh, I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough. Like, yeah, that originated with our parents, you know, because we had to have some idea of like, why are they not responding to me in the way I think they should? Right. You know, uh-huh. oh, why is mom doing this? Why is mom ignoring me? Oh, well, I must not, not be worthy. Or why is mom uh, or why is dad upset with me? Oh, I must not be good enough. You know, or why are they grimacing when they change my diaper? You know, or <laughs> whatever it is, whatever it is, right? It's true, though. All these little things. Yeah. And we concoct this. Like, oh, it must be about me, not, oh, mom's had a terrible day because, you know, she got fired from work. No, it's about me all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so th- then we perpetuate that story again and again when things don't work out the way we think they should. We, oh, it comes down to that. Yeah. And in other words, like, like nothing personal. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And where the story came from is from an outside source. So it couldn't possibly be you. Exactly. So then we have to look at like, okay, what is, like, who is, who is the I that thinks it's not good enough? Mm-hmm. Without going into your imagination. And I literally start that? looking around the room going, like, yeah. who is the I? Like, who is that? <laughs> My eyes usually look like, okay, where, where is that? I can't yeah. find it. Because I think that up. is one of the most genius tools I've ever experienced. Thank you. It's like, who is the I? And it's like, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember reading one of the books. One of Jim's books is called Untriggerable, which in itself is something that we all are looking for, right? And... I remember reading a part of it and I was just like, oh, well, we're constantly referring to myself, myself, but there is no actual myself. And it was just this huge epiphany for me where it's like, again, you're looking for like, wait, there's not that. We assume mm-hmm. that there is, but there's not. Yeah. Very much so. And so that just blows any idea of I'm not worthy out of the water because it's like where is the eye that's not worthy nowhere to be found exactly it's made up yeah uh, i yeah i thank you <laughs> like i love this conversation <laughs> um yeah i'm like what can i ask next i think you just blew it out of the water so I, I guess what i can ask next is really um well first of all i just really want to say thank you that is brilliant thank you for sharing that and what can you say to people like now that they get this and if it's not landing right now, like allowing, allowing it in, but day to day, how do you, how, how would you, like a day in the life of Kathy or how you live outside of the story, beyond the story? <laughs> Cause I know you're magic. <laughs> it's much more present. I'm much more mm-hmm. present than I've ever been. I still, of course, have these moments of not. Right? Um, and coming back to now, right? Just coming back to, oh, 
right here, right now. Um, one of the things Jim gave me once was was the the. It's not an affirmation. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a recognition, right? He he goes, Kathy. What I want you to do is say to yourself, "There is no me. There's only now." Okay. And I was I like, "Oh, that. okay. Yeah, I'm going to practice that. There is no me. There is only now." And I want to say this: like people are like, "Well, then, how do you make decisions?" Or how? Yes, you recognize like there is a functional I, right? That that is going to cook dinner for the kids later. <laughs> uh huh. If they're lucky. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll cook. Um, so it's not like it's not like all of a sudden you don't exist, but you exist as the this present and present and present and present and present more of the time. Because most of us, frankly, are missing our lives. Like mm -hmm. we're living in either the past. I shouldn't have. I should have. Oh, I messed that up. Or, you know, whatever it was, I wish that had gone differently. Or the future, where we're like nervous about what's going to happen next. Or, yeah. You know, and that's one reason I love yoga class too. Because if you have a good yoga practice where you're like. Remind, being reminded to keep breathing and stay present with your with your practice. Like you can't be at lunch, you can't be in the no. meeting because it's, you're here, and that's a great rehearsal for life. Because most of the time, most people are not here; they're somewhere else. No, they're they're going through the motions. And I really want to say, particularly for the people who are only listening right now, is when you said get present now, you put your hands to your body. I did. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's one of my ways of getting present. Like when I'm all over the map, I go for a walk hand on heart, hand on hara, like until I'm here. So, and then you, and then of course you led into yoga and a physical breath practice. So can you touch a little bit on as we wrap everything up about these stories? Because it really is letting go of the stories is letting go of whoever the I is. <laughs> right. And, and it's so freeing. Yeah, it is. And then and then you just brought it around to one of my favorite topics is presence with the body. So do you want to touch on that a little bit as we're wrapping up this beautiful conversation? Yeah, and before I do, I just want to say that that the more you let go of your story, the freer you are and the less tension you have and and like there's nothing to prove. Mhm. Mm which is huge because if I think like, okay, let's pretend, let's pretend. I, Elizabeth Gilbert said it well, and then I'll come back to the body. Elizabeth Gilbert said when she wrote a book after Eat, Pray, Love, which was an international phenomenon, uh, people were like, how are you going to top that? Wow. And her response was, this is not verbatim, but her response was like, I don't need to. I love her. That is brilliant. Because <laughs> it's like, there's nothing to prove. I'm writing because it's what's flowing out of me and what wants to be expressed. It's not to top the last book. But I think that's how a lot of people function. You know, oh, I did a class of eight people. So now I should have a class of 12 or 16 people. Well, what if it's three? Can you be as present and as fulfilled 
with that class being in the present moment, then, I mean, as you were with the class of more people. That's just genius right there. <laughs> <laughs> it is because that, that is, I think we've been taught to either, like, we really have been taught that it's, it's, it has to get like more higher numbers, higher numbers, when really it's about presence. It's really about yeah. being right here, right now. Who am I speaking to all of that and allowing your, your joy and your gift and you to come out versus I know I like, I will tell you, I've been there where I'm like, Oh, I just wanted more. I'm thinking I'm a terrible person because more people didn't come and nobody wants to come and play with me. <laughs> And then your body, you come back to your body, come back to this moment. Physicality is so useful, especially for our culture that's so head-oriented, to, like, yeah. feel what's going on right now. And yeah. you and I both love to move and love to dance and express ourselves. And, and you know, dancing is not everyone's everyone's way, and yoga is not everyone's way. But, like, finding that thing that gets you in, like, Oh, wow. I mean, painting is someone's way, you know, or making music or whatever it is. And, and that's really so often what puts us back in, or jolts us out of the story and into presence. It's what you love. It's, mm -hmm. it's creating or moving or being in nature or communing. And I have a group called, uh, well, it used to be called Lit From Within, and, and now it's called Energy Mastery. One of the things that people do in that group is write a list of when are you really fully embodied? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? You could be on stage or you could be cutting carrots. Like, it really doesn't matter. Like it's, there's no hierarchy. There is no moment that's more important than now. This is it. But most of us don't think that. We think there's somewhere to get to and that moment is better than now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What if like, this is it? Yeah. What <laughs> if this is true? I like, I'm like, mic drop. But it's true and I'm just gonna touch on this quickly, but like I literally, have literally looked at this week some of my work was looking at my own death so that I could live more fully and that's really mm. like it, looking at my own death is like you know dropping the story completely beautiful yeah, yeah. that's a profound conversation in itself <laughs> I know I to drop that before we left <laughs> Oh, thank you so much, Maggie, for your brilliant questions. And again, thank where can you. people find you? They can find me at maggie-emerson.com and then on Instagram, uh, maggie underscore emerson underscore. And please, if you're reaching out from here, say hi in my inbox so I know where you came from. Awesome. Thank you. And please drop a like again and find me at meetkathywilliams.com and back here on iom.fm or SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you like to listen.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 